0: welcome to pastor's chat today well, we're looking at psalm 112. boy the more i look at psalm 112 and read it and think about it the more excited i get about it as i think about how even the book of psalms begins blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly doesn't walk in the way of sinners doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in His law he meditates day and night. And that man will be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. That's Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Isn't it interesting how this psalm almost begins the same way? When God wants to encourage His people, and the whole book of Psalms is about the blessed man, the man who has the blessings of God upon him. what this psalm is describing to this nation this n- remnant of people going back into uh, Jerusalem going back to the promised land after years of captivity and uh, dominion rule over them by the Persians and by the Babylonians now they're free to live for God and they're being reminded oh the real blessings come from not being back in the land not from having this or that but from fearing the Lord and knowing that his presence was with you and he's going to take care of you no matter what and so that's how it begins. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments in verse 1. It talks about his descendants are going to be mighty on the earth and even those that he worships with, the generation of the upright will be blessed. When you're a blessed person, people around you are blessed. Oh what amazing amazing uh, description of the blessed man. Then our blessings uh, also encourage, are or, or part of material blessings. He says in verses 5 through 4, I'm sorry, 3 through 5, wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. So this is your relationship, not only with the Lord, but your relationship with the others around you and it speaks about the fact that you have wealth now that was the old testament covenant god had said if you obey me you keep my commandments i will bless you you'll dwell in the hand land i'll give you wealth that uh, was not previously yours but make sure you don't get your eyes on the wealth now, in the New Testament, remember, Jesus said, boy, it's hard for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven. And the disciples, whoa, the Old Testament taught that if uh, you put the Lord first, you will have this material wealth. And then we got these people today that teach that uh, material wealth is a sign of the blessings of God. Well, in some cases, definitely it must be. But my friend, he also points out in verses 6 through 9, surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be an everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. That reminds you of Job and how he was a man who feared God, loved God, and he was blessed, but he also went through a time of trial where he lost everything, and he was not afraid of evil tidings. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. (laughs) That tells us this person has enemies. He has problems. He has difficulties, just like everyone else does. Man, that is a part of being being a human, being on a sin-cursed, fallen earth. We will have to deal with tribulation. And Jesus promised the believer, not wealth. He promised us tribulation if we really trust him. Yea, all that live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. And this man, it says, he has dispersed abroad. He's given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be established with honor. Oh, that verse is quoted directly in 2 Corinthians 9, 9 when God is talking about God's grace abounding towards you so you have everything you need to live for the Lord, to love the Lord, and to be a person who gives to others. And then verse 10, the wicked will see it and be grieved. He'll gnash his teeth and melt away the desire of the wicked will perish. Oh, my friend, the desire of the righteous increases, but the desire of the wicked perishes. You make a choice. You want to follow God or follow the world? You can't do both at the same time. You can't serve God and mammon. My friend, you can't serve two masters. You can only serve one. Will the Lord be your master? What a great chapter to encourage us to have this kind of relationship with the Lord and be blessed by Him. God bless, and you have a wonderful, wonderful day.